Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. All right, well, today we are talking about the verse, show me your ways, O Lord, teach me your paths from Psalm 25.4. And today on our show, we have Daryl Johnson. He is a teacher and a dad, and he actually founded a really awesome ministry called Crossover Hoops. So Daryl, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be on the show. Yeah, we are, we're pumped about it. And I feel like our verse, like just kind of looking at what you do with Crossover Hoops and kind of who you are, like, I feel like you have a lot to say about our verse, about God kind of showing us the way that we should go and the path that we should be on. Um, but before we get into our verse, we'll talk about that more in episode two and in episode three. I feel like if you just share your story about how you started following God's path in your own life, that would be just a great entry point for us to kind of get to know you and then also just kind of hear how this concept of following the Lord kind of has applied to your own life. All right. So I think growing up, I was not necessarily a Christian whenever I was young, but we did go to church. I just didn't Mm -hmm. understand the relationship part that goes with it. It was just something that we did on Sundays and that was pretty much it. So Um, growing up, I think I was like a good person. People would say like, oh, he's a really good kid. Mm -hmm. But, um, but like I said, I didn't have the relationship part. Went off to college and kind of went off the deep end and cared more about fitting in and partying and things like that, Mm -hmm. um, throughout my, throughout my college career. And then, um, after college that summer, I had a couple of really traumatic Um, incidents happened to me. One Hmm. is I witnessed a head-on collision. Um, I was following a a van, had a family in the van on Father's Day in 2011, actually. Or sorry, 2010, Father's Day of 2010. And witnessed a head-on collision. And I felt like whenever I left that accident, I was asking myself, like, why wasn't it me? Because I was following the van and if I would have passed, it would have mm. been um, me in the accident. So obviously that kind of gets you thinking about your life and thinking about those types of things. And then a month later, I got jumped and my jaw was shattered. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I got five plates and 26 screws in my face still from that incident. Wow. So within a month's time, both of those things happened to me. And um after my jaw was shattered, I couldn't eat anything for six weeks, which was really difficult. Um, so did food, they have so. you like like <laughs> hooked up and feeding you like through intravenously or did they were you drinking through it like a straw? Or? So, yeah, the first like couple days in the hospital, I really didn't eat anything. And actually what they told me is before I left the hospital, um, their like requirement for me was that I had to drink a whole bottle of um boost uh-huh. you know like boost and insure yeah you know? like the old people drink <laughs> yeah 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 to keep old people alive so um yeah. so that was like what they said is like once you're well enough to drink a whole bottle of that then you can leave and you know wow. it doesn't seem like it would be that hard but i remember thinking like that's impossible 
Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that. So um, it took me a long time to even get out of the hospital. But once I got out, I basically was only able to drink. So, you know, I drank a lot of protein shakes, Boost and Insure. Yeah. um, I bet you you lost a ton of weight. I did. I lost like 30 pounds in those six weeks. So, um, so yeah, it was, uh, that's hard enough, you know, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and basically for those six weeks, I just sat in a recliner. I couldn't lay down because my face would swell up too much and it wouldn't heal. Mm. Um, so I basically just sat in a recliner for six weeks. And I think a lot of the times we make our lives really busy you know, and yeah. um, we don't have time to think about things. But when you're sitting in a recliner for six weeks, um, you have a lot of time to think and you start thinking about things that you don't typically think about. So uh, during that time, I was really soul searching and really thinking about my life. And the thought that I had was. If I would have died in either one of those accidents, would anything that I had done up until that point like mattered at all? Wow after I if I would have died and I kept thinking about like all the things that I thought were important and now looking back I understand it's it was the culture and the world telling me that these things were important um you know sports your popularity you know going to parties Mm -hmm. material things all that kind of stuff that I thought was really important that the world had told me was really important Um, I kind of realized that those things were not important and that they're just temporary and that if I would have died in either one of those, that those things wouldn't have really mattered. So um, that's when I made the decision that I wanted to have purpose for my life. I wanted to live for something bigger than myself and uh, and that whenever I die, I want there to be a purpose for my life. So um, that is when I decided to give my life to the Lord and begin living for him rather than for myself. So that's kind of how I came to know God. And that's kind of where I started my um, journey. So Wow. That is an incredible story. Like, so when you look back on it, here you had this really horrendous, tragic thing that happened to your face. And, you know, like how traumatic that was. Do you look back on that or seeing that family, you know, having a head on collision, do you feel like those things that God used as horrific and terrible as they were, were like necessary for you to come to that place? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I definitely think God used both of those um, things to bring me to him. Mm. And one other one other um, thing with the accident that was really amazing. I don't want to get into details. I'll ball like a little baby, but um, oh, you can ball on our show. <laughs> I cry all the time. I'll cry with you. <laughs> yeah, I get. I share my testimony a lot, and usually when I get to that part, I I just get emotional. But um, the so it was a family in the van in front of me, and um, I think they were going for like a Father's Day event with their mm-hmm. family. And they were Christians because whenever they got in the accident, the husband got out and uh, he prayed with his wife and she was um, she was injured really badly and it didn't look good that she was going to make it. And I remember he called his family and he was like, hey, we're not going to make it. We got in a really bad accident. 
everybody to stop what you're doing and pray because it doesn't look like she's going to make it. Mm. And then he, he was so calm. I'll never forget how calm he was. And he walked over and he was holding her hand and praying with her. And you could see that she was losing consciousness and he just stayed there with her and prayed with her. And I'll never forget like how calm he was. And I just remember thinking like, if that was me, I don't think that that is how I would respond in that situation. I don't think that, you know, praying with her would be my first, at that point in my life, the first thing that I would think about doing, you know, and, um, and, you know, the Bible says that pray about everything and then you'll know God's peace, which is beyond anything we can comprehend. So I know that like looking back, I know that he had that peace, you know, he had God's peace that that verse is talking about. So, wow. So that was something too, that really changed me. Yeah. What an incredible testimony that that man had to you probably doesn't even know. Yeah. He has no idea. That's, and that's just how God works. You know, I mean, you just think of all the people that are, that he uses to impact you. And a lot of times they don't even, they may not even know. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty amazing. So in talking and relating that to our verse, like sometimes the Lord takes us down a path that we don't want to go. Yeah. Um, you know, like I think if, if somebody had said to you, you know, prior to that, hey, do you want this to happen in your life? You would have said, heck no. No, I don't want that to happen. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, and yet yeah. to, to look back sometimes on the way God uses even the, the hard things in our lives to to bring us closer to him or to bring us to himself at all. it You know, it just is it's something that you can look back and say, no, I'm, I'm so glad that happened as hard as it was. And as much as I hated it, you know, God used that in my life for yeah, good. For sure. For mm-hmm. sure. And you can look all through the Bible and see, you know, times where I'm sure people would have chose a different way, yeah. but, um, but God's way was the way that they, that they followed. I mean, you even look at Jesus praying in the garden, Yeah. you know, he mm-hmm. wanted the cup to pass, but he said, I'm going to go with your way because your way is better than my way. So, yeah, yeah, it always is as much as we don't sometimes want to go there. You know, I think, I think praying that prayer, this prayer of show me your ways, Lord, teach me your paths is it's as much as it seems like it's a benign prayer. It's actually a very dangerous prayer. Um, because I think yeah. sometimes God takes us to places that we're like, ah, oh, but not that way. I didn't, that's yeah. not what I was talking about. <laughs> I was talking yeah. about like you kind of helping me along my path, not me having to get on the path that you're taking me down. Um, for sure. Yeah. Well, Daryl, um, that is awesome. I think it's a good time to, to stop for this episode. Um, but we are excited to have you on for our next two episodes where we get to talk a little bit more about our verse and kind of dig into it a little deeper, get to hear more about your ministry that you do and, and your life. And so thank you so much for being on this episode with us. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Cool. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.